singers and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to What's New. We continue with our study in Matthew chapter 24, Matthew's account of the Olivet Discourse. We move on today to verses 9 and 10 and 15 through 22. These verses speak of persecution as a sign just prior to the end of the age. Verses 9 and 10 may be referring to the church as well as to the Jewish people before the rapture of the church. But verses 15 through 22 have the nation of Israel and the Jewish people in mind during the tribulation. Now, here are verses 9 and 10 and 15 through 22, and Matthew writes, Then you will be tortured and killed and hated all over the world, because you are mine. And many of you shall fall back into sin and betray and hate each other. Now, here are verses 15 through 22, and they read, So, when you see the abomination of desolation, told about by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, note to the reader, you know what is meant. Then, those in Judea must flee into the Judean hills. Those on their porches must not even go inside to pack before they flee. Those in the fields should not return to their homes for their clothes. And woe to pregnant women and to those with babies in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter nor on the Sabbath. For there will be persecution such as the world has never before seen in all of its history and will never see again. In fact, unless those days are shortened, all mankind will perish. But they will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen people. The Lord is my shepherd, I'll walk with him always. He leads me by still waters, I'll walk with him always. Always, always, I'll walk with him always. Always, always, I'll walk with him focus on today's study will be verses 9 and 10. We will return to verses 15 through 22 on our next study. Now, here is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus was asked many questions during his time on our planet, but the longest answer he ever gave is recorded by Matthew in chapter 24 and 25 of the first gospel. 
He had told his disciples that their beloved and beautiful temple would be destroyed. They must have wondered about that, since the Jews were on fairly decent terms with the Romans at this time. At least there wasn't any serious open hostility that could precipitate an attack from Rome. So the disciples asked when this would happen. Since they associated the coming of the Lord with this event, they also wanted to know when that would occur, and when this age would be consummated, and the Lord would establish his literal reign. Jesus then listed some occurrences, which must take place in order for this age to close. The close of this age will be of such a devastating nature, because of the growth of sin, that there might be years of preparation for its climactic end. I spoke on the last What's New program about famines, earthquakes, and diseases. While this planet has experienced these things almost since the beginning, their increase in severity and frequency, and their combining to form a threat to our civilization, is only a recent phenomenon, and that makes them signs pointing to the close of this age. Now, Jesus continues, I come today to Matthew 24, verses 9 and 10, where Jesus predicts persecution and suffering for his people. To see those verses in context, I also read verses 15 to 22. Jesus said, Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Now to verses 15 and 22. So when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation, spoken of through Daniel the prophet, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the roof of his house go down to take anything out of his house. Let no one in the field go back to get his cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. Jesus said, you will be persecuted and you will suffer. That's the focus of these awful words of Jesus. It may be that Jesus is referring primarily to his own people, the Jews, just before the close of the age, the church having been removed already. Sometimes we call that period the Great Tribulation. Many times in the Bible, God through the prophets described the suffering of his people in the distant future, before the establishment of his physical earthly reign. The Jews have experienced a great deal of persecution in the past. Suffering has been enormous. But Jesus predicts a time of suffering yet future that will be, as Jesus put it, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. While God directed some of the suffering to come to the Jews because of disobedience, 
Satan, too, involves himself in such activity. I believe he wants to destroy the Lord's own race so that Christ will not have a people for a kingdom over which to rule. Satan has been unable to kill the king. Now he is after the king's subjects. We don't have to go far back in history to remember the Holocaust and the efforts to destroy the Jewish race. Persecution of the Jews is nothing new. One Jewish publication in America not long ago wrote to encourage all the Jews in America to emigrate to Israel for safety reasons. The writer said, Our only hope for survival is to make immediate plans for mass immigration. There is no other way, he wrote. Why such hatred for the Jews? Who knows? Perhaps it's because they attempt to uphold the laws of God. And a satanic system cannot live with such standards. Or perhaps Satan knows that God's plans and purposes are wrapped up with his people. Satan knows that if he destroys the people of the king, then God's announced plans will have to be canceled. But perhaps Jesus is also including the Christians living then, towards the close of this age. There will be multitudes who have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb, as John wrote. Paul, writing about the future, said to Timothy, Everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While that is true in any age, it will be especially true of those living near the close. It's the nature of the case that a satanic system will persecute the godly. That's the way it's always been. Only towards the end of our age, this persecution for the faith will greatly intensify. In 2 Timothy 3, Paul listed signs of the last days. He calls the enemies of Christ and his followers brutal, not lovers of good, and lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, and loaded down with sins and swayed by all kinds of evil desires. Paul's words to Timothy in this second letter, chapter 3, should be read together with Jesus' words in Matthew 24. Well, more about Jesus' words as recorded by Matthew in chapter 24, verses 15 to 22, tomorrow.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.